CBHDD is reminding people that the Georgia Crisis and Access Line can help those worried about opioid and stimulant misuse. The toll-free number is online and is active 24-7. More information at opioidresponse.info. From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is On Second Thought. I'm Virginia Prescott. The Grammy Awards are happening this weekend. While music's biggest stars are preparing to hit the red carpets and stage in L.A., friends and families are rooting for Georgia nominees. That includes music producer and songwriter David Harris, who worked with the R&B upstart, Her. She is nominated in five categories. Can you focus on me? Baby, can you focus that's her song Focus. It's nominated for Best R&B Song, and so is her namesake album. And David Harris is a close collaborator joining me from New York. Hello, David. Hey, how are you? Well, just great. How are you? You feeling a little nervous? I am nervous. I'm just... You know, excited, nervous, I guess. Well, you should be. This album has really <laughs> made its mark. Five nominations for her, including the Biggie Album of the Year. We definitely want to talk about you. But how did you meet her? <laughs> Is it Gabriella or Gabriella Wilson who performs as her? Um, You know what? We're just going to say it's her right now. Okay. <laughs> and this is H period E period R. So explain yes, that to me. Yes, that's correct. So um, that stands for Having Everything Revealed. And um, we came up with that just basically having a trying to approach the music very honest. Um, so having a, an emotional bareness in the music and concealing the identity because we wanted to be about the music first. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's kind of the concept behind her. I am every woman or I am every in person, you know, um, just being uh, been as honest as she could in her music. Well, in reality, she's 21 years old, a multi-instrumentalist. Where did you guys start working together? So I actually interned for her management uh, years ago uh, when they first signed her. I've known her since she was like 12 or 13 when she first got signed. So we locked in the studio, started talking about her life at the time, and as she was transitioning into a young woman, what that was for her. Hmm. Um, And so that's what uh, her the album is all about or project is all about just her developing as a young lady going through relationships and life etc well what a reception for it but speaking of performance names you you care to bring us through david r swaggle swag david r swag silius harris i can't even say it david swag r silius harris oh sorry i'm so sorry i misspoke it's all good everyone does it no, so Arcelius is actually my real name as well. And um, for years, I'll give you a quick origin of it. Um, now, coming up, I sang with my brothers, A7. We had a gospel band, um, and we were doing some things, and all of our names started, had an A in it, and Arcelius was mine. So for years, I went by Arcelius. And when I went to college, you know, you want to kind of create your own, beat your own path. And so I was like, I just go by Dave. And uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a little bit of a downgrade as far as syllables are concerned. Exactly. Anyway. Uh, the older I got, the more I appreciated Arcelius. But at the time, I was like, uh, you know, that's just weird. I just go by Dave. And um, what happened was a young lady wrote me a letter, a secret admirer, and uh 
basically she was like your swagger when you walk across <laughs> campus, blah, blah, blah. And so me and some of my boys, uh, shout out to Avery Robinson, uh, were trying to figure out was trying to figure out uh <laughs> who wrote this letter. And so as a joke, I just started going by D Swag mm. on campus and before Swag became overpopulated. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's that's kind of where SWAT came from. And then when I start moving into more of a professional thing, I was like, no one is it's going to be hard to Google just SWAT. So I brought <laughs> <laughs> so I brought back Arcelius. <laughs> You're originally from Manchester, Georgia, right? That's correct. All right. So you went when when did you swagger onto the campus at LaGrange College and what did you study? <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, I studied uh, composition and creative music and technology, and that was back in, when was that, 2000, 2000 early 2000, something like that. <laughs> well, you, now, I mean, now this song is nominated for Best R&B Song and the Album. Uh, yes. And this contemporary R&B category, this started after the disco era of the 70s. You weren't even alive then, were you? Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, all right. So trace back your little musical lineage for me. You said you were part of a gospel group, but who were the, yes, who were the R&B artists that you were listening to growing up? Oh, growing up, it was really the classics. Um, Sam Cooke, Al Green, Marvin Gaye. Um, and then just really, really a lot of, believe it or not, Christian contemporary music as well. And um, just gospel. I mean, our house was mostly filled with gospel music. Being that we are, uh, we grew up in the church, still very active in the church. Um, I don't know, I just have so many amazing musical influences. And then uh, we discovered uh, the American Dream, the Jackson 5 story. And that was really like, whoa, what is this? You know. Uh, <laughs> so, you, so you got out of the church pews and into the, into the clubs? Uh, not, no, honestly, I never did get into the club scene like that, believe it or not. <laughs> but how about the scene, the music, the R&B scene of today? How has it changed since those early days? I mean, I think it's weird. I think we're it's getting kind of back to that honesty of music and that feel good. Um, mm -hmm. Now, R&B is, is having a resurgence. Um, for a while, it kind of died out and, and people kind of like pushed it to the back and now is is taking a front seat in mainstream music again, which is nice to see. So so many artists who were influenced by you know the '90s era and the '80s era, and just good soul music are able to express themselves in that genre on a mainstream platform now. So it's exciting to see the resurgence of it. Is there any song in particular that you think of that? I don't know, when you were working with her on the record, thought, ah, oh, that's the sound I'm going for. That's what I want to hear. Um, honestly, no. It start because it really started with the songwriting and just her honesty. So I don't think at the time we were really focused on the production sound. It was more so of the songs, like how honest and how catchy can we make these songs so that anybody can relate to them, you know? Even though it's your personal story, it's your diary, how do we write them in such an honest and, and um, simple way that, you know, the girl next door or the other girl next door or your mother or your sister or your brother could relate to the lyric and sing the melody. So it really started with the songs in the piano room, and the production just kind of fell into pocket 
you mm-hmm. know, with that. So that was our process. And still um, pretty much our process today is, is about the song, the song, the song. I want to play uh, This Is Could Have Been by Her. Mm -hmm. Former President Barack Obama included that in his favorite songs of 2018. It features Bryson Tiller. Let's hear just a little. So when you hear those songs, knowing that Barack Obama was walking around and so many other people <laughs> listening to it, you know, do you think what, what what was happening when the origin was there, when you were sitting there at the piano? It just like it's confirmation that our process, you know, of being honest and trying to find those universal uh, things paid off. You know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like we could have been, I'm sure everyone in life, whether in romance or friendship, you know, have that we could have been moment. And um, it's just one of those things like, wow, like it's, it's just confirmation. And to see, you know, Barack, uh, not to see him, but to hear that he, you know, loved the song and included it on his list. It's like, wow, like who would have thought, you know, a kid from Manchester would be a part of something that touch, you know, so many lives on, you know, on the, on the mega stage. So it's exciting. Well, now Atlanta's Childish Gambino was nominated last year for the yeah. best R&B song. Bruno Mars won in the end. You are running in some pretty, pretty distinguished company. How does it feel for you? It's still settling in. I, I told someone the other day, it hasn't completely hit me yet. I think once I touch the carpet, it's going to get really real. Like every every step of the process has been a surreal moment. Uh, you know, getting the emails like, oh, what's the phonetic pronunciation of your name for the telecast? It's like, okay. So the Recording Academy said it is going to change how it recruits new voting members to diversify the mm-hmm. demographics. This was a move in response to a lack of gender diversity at the Grammys, certainly, especially in the R&B category. People of color mm-hmm. have been really well represented, but not, you know, as much in the background, in production. So are right. you looking at the list of the nominees for this year? What do you think? Has it made any real changes? I, I think it's making a stride in a positive way. Definitely um, is more diverse. I love to see more uh, minority women in the uh, production and songwriting categories. But um, there are more women and minority women in the uh, artist category. So that's really exciting to see. I think we just have to get involved and get active. And um, and that's something that I made uh, a declaration to myself to really get more involved with the academy. So I've been uh, making strides in that way as well and, and getting active, more active in the New York chapter. And just, you know, you, you have to be heard. And the only way you could be heard is, is to get involved. Well, David Harris, congratulations. Have a great time at the Grammys. Thank you. That is a music producer and composer, David Harris. He worked closely on the eponymous debut album by Her, which is nominated for five Grammy Awards. The awards are airing this Sunday. Details at gbbnews.org. So now, David, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to make you choose one of your children and tell us which song we should close with. Uh, I love Changes. I think Changes is nice. Okay. Here's to Changes. I've been going through some changes. Been running out of maybe. maybe, maybe. Boy, I know you're losing patience. Losing patience with me. 
We asked David Harris to stick around and add some songs to our Georgia playlists. Artists choose two songs written or performed by a Georgian, and they cannot nominate their own songs. Here are David's picks. Hello, my name is David Harris, professionally known as Swag Arcilius. I'm a producer, composer, and songwriter. I'm from Manchester, Georgia, and I attended LaGrange College in LaGrange, Georgia, uh, where I studied composition and creative music and technology. And here are my two picks for the Georgia playlist. My first song is by Otis Redding, Sitting by the Dock of the Bay. Sitting in the morning sun I'll be sitting when the evening comes Watching the ships roll I first heard this song, I believe I was in middle school and went to a um, museum of music in Georgia and um, I heard the song and just felt the emotion behind it and uh, really got into Otis as an artist and that song just still resonates with me, the mood, the vibe of it and uh, it's just one of my favorite songs and one of my go-to songs. Home in Georgia Headed for the Frisco Bay I've had nothing to live for And look like nothing's gonna come my way So I'm just gonna sit on the dock of the bay I just feel like the South just has, especially being a minority in the South, you just have this connection to this emotional music, if that makes sense. And um, everything I do is filled with such emotion, or I try to get, try to pull out of artists' emotion and a gravity of like, a gravity vibe, if that makes sense. <laughs> the South has so much soul in everything we do, from cooking to how we interact with people. Um, I just try to keep that soul alive in the music that I produce and write, no matter the genre. Listen, 2,000 miles I roam Just to make this dock my home Now I'm just gonna sit at the dock of a bay And the next song I want to talk about is Precious Lord by Thomas Dorsey. Um, this song is special to me because it's something that we often sing in a church and it, it reminds me of home and it always keeps me connected to my spiritual core. All right, let's go. Delicious Lord. I love your name. When I look back from whence I came. Sometimes stumbling. Precious Lord, take my hand. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's just one of those songs that I never get tired of. Friends and loved ones, I love so dear. 
my brother used to sing it all the time, and my grandmother, God rest her soul, would love to hear him sing this song. And um, it just reminds me of home. Take my hand, precious Lord, and lead me home. I want you. Let's go. That's producer and composer David Harris from Manchester, Georgia. If you have a song or artist you'd like to nominate for our Georgia playlist, connect with us in our Facebook group. It's GPB's On Second Thought. For more Georgia playlists, visit gpbnews.org. Coming up, a new documentary about a hidden figure in Atlanta's soul music scene, the life of Lee Moses and his music after the break. This is On Second Thought. <laughs> 